Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Tim Geiser, MXGP of Italy. I don't know if there's really much to say. Another 1-1, another dominant performance, maybe more dominant than your recent rides, I don't know. You made passes to get there, so I feel like that's making a statement. Very positive day, everything's great, everything's going amazing. What a season, happy. Yeah. Exactly, you know, like it's it's been a great uh, weekend. I was I was enjoying a lot uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, yeah, solid starts, uh, quick passes. Let's say on the beginning, uh, first couple of corners were really important. That I came, uh, yeah, really close to the top guys, and then uh, I was following them for a couple of laps, founding some uh, some nice lines, also create some new lines, and then uh, yeah, around mid midway I. I pass them and then make a comfortable lead and control the race. Uh, let's say both motors were the same, quite similar. Uh, so yeah, couldn't be happier, you know, everything is clicking. Uh, I'm super happy. Uh, I'm really enjoying uh, out there on the track, uh, having fun. And I think that's 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 really important to, to, to go fast. In that first moto, do you wish you could have made passes quicker? Because you were eating a lot of roost. It was obviously hard to pass out there. But were you thinking to yourself, come on, I've got to get this done quicker, quicker? But let's say that first moto, the track was more one line. Uh, so like like I said, I had to create my own lines. Uh, so it took a couple of laps, you know, that uh, where, where I was like searching for the lines to see where I can create the new lines and then... Uh, yeah, it was not easy. Let's say that second moto was way more easier because it was a bit more drier. It The track opened up a little bit more, you know, way more lines in the corners, uh, everywhere, going downhill, on the jumps. So it was, was, was easier to, to find a good line, uh, to make a pass. But yeah, first first moto for sure, I was staying behind, eating a roost. Even in the, in the halfway moto starts to rain, what was not uh, helping definitely. But uh, yeah, it was good. It's good. Obviously, they were expecting rain yesterday as well, so they sealed the track, waiting for that. Yeah. The rain never came, which gave us a flat track, basically. Yeah. Uh, how frustrating was that qualifying race? Because <laughs> I was frustrated for you. <laughs> yeah, I was really frustrated. You know, like I, I felt that I was faster, and I, um, I saw that. You know, like I was always when I make a mistake or I don't know, I try some different lines where I lost maybe one to two seconds. Yeah. I could close that gap immediately and I was behind him, but uh, he was riding a super smart race, uh, he was riding good, so it was not easy to make a pass. And even it was just qualification race, so uh, didn't want to be too aggressive. Uh, and even like second gate peak for, for today's races were... Uh, it was good, you know, like was... Uh, because let's say first five gates are always quite okay. Uh, we have some races where uh, the starts are and the quality race is even more important, where the first yeah. phase, first gate peak is even uh, even more important. Let's say, like I said, uh, but here was was quite okay. So uh, yeah, I was quite happy with the second one. But uh, of course, I felt and I I knew, you know, that I can be faster and everything. So 
obviously things are going very well at the moment. How do you stop yourself from getting carried away? Like, how do you stop yourself from getting so carried away with how well things are going and stay living in the moment, stay going to Sardinia and going, right, it's a new weekend, anything can happen, it's a fresh challenge, forget points, forget last weekend, forget Latvia, forget Trentino. Like, how is it, how hard is it to just stay in the moment? Mm, I would say, yeah, it's not easy, but like, I have already a couple experience from the, from the past year, so, uh, you know, I uh, I knew I mean like I know that I'm in a good good situation and every, everything is clicking uh, so you know uh, also I I stay with two feet on the ground I think that's really important uh, the season is still really long you know we are not even uh, on a halfway uh, mark so a lot of races to go you know uh, of course it's nice to have such a comfortable lead already but uh, yeah you know the the goal for each GP didn't really change, you know, the tactic is still the same, you know, going on every race, giving my best, uh, trying to enjoy as much as possible, having fun on the bike and uh, yeah, I think I think it's important, you know, to, to be always, to go on the race and don't think too much about the things uh, around you and uh, about, the, ab about the championship and stuff like that, because it's still quite early, you know. Last thing, uh, let's talk about something different because we can only say so much about a 1-1. <laughs> uh, your contract is up this year. I'm pretty sure you're going to sign to stay here with Honda in MXGP if you haven't already. But is the American dream dead for you? Because obviously there's a lot of talk about Jeffrey going, now Tony's gone, Dungey's back. There's a lot of American hype at the moment. Do you look at that stuff and you go, I do still, I do still quite fan I like the idea of going or have you kind of let that idea which was once a big thing for your career for your life have you kind of let that go a little bit uh, completely honest like i don't know i don't have such a such a need to do that anymore you know uh i'm you know i'm i'm still quite young you know like i'm not that old like just 25 but uh, still have time to do it if i want yeah. but like at the moment i'm super happy where i am you know um uh, I'm kind of like person that uh, always travel back to Slovenia from every GP, staying there until the last moment when I travel to the races. So it's kind of like difficult for me, you know, to really go to US because if you want to do a championship there or uh, or being there full season, you know, you have to move yourself there, you know, you have to take all all the things and go there and leave there. So. I don't know, like for full season, definitely it's going to be difficult. Um, but you know, like Monster Cup, you know, the things what I did uh, already in the past, uh, I think uh, I'm going to do that as soon as Monster Cup is coming back. <laughs> hey, uh, Calvin Vlanderin, uh, MXGP of Italy. Great day, but ignore second moto. Great day. Uh, first hole shot in MXGP, first time leading laps. You did so looking comfortable, like it didn't look like you were freaking out or like you didn't belong up there. Uh, massive step forward. Kind of been waiting for this for a while. So yeah, nice to get that part over, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Good day. Um, fourth overall is is uh, definitely a good day to, and I can be be proud of myself, happy with myself with my riding today. Um, definitely a strange feeling when you go get a hole shot after such a long time without one going through the first turn and then I was like man what do I do now like almost forgot how to ride a bike but it was it was uh I tried to stay calm the first couple laps and and really just hit my marks and not not do make any mistakes things like that um I kept telling myself that I belong up there and uh this is where I should be so I tightened up after a couple laps like 10 minutes and then the guys got me and I tried to follow them a bit but I was happy with fourth and then second race yeah was 
not the greatest start. Um, I crashed one time trying to pass Tixie and then um, finally found my rhythm halfway through the race and then came back to seventh, so it's good. Anything you can put the whole shot down to? Like, obviously, the great star engine, but uh, position on the gate, the way they prepped the start straight, like Ben was just telling me that his whole shot purely came down from came down to how they prepped the start straight. Um, yes, uh, first race, I was kind of watching the gates, and I had P7 from yesterday, and the seventh gate wasn't so good, but the P8 was. So I went to eighth gate, and uh, this one worked out for me pretty good. Uh, it was still quite soft, like the, the guys on the inside they you know they they had it a little bit worse than what i had it because it was quite soft there um and that's why a lot of the guys from mx2 also had whole shots from the outside outside gate um but yeah i think um i just had yesterday also had a good start i was p3 uh so yeah it was it was i think from the gate i was a little bit lucky with with what was afterwards to get after the gate but um yeah i'm not gonna not gonna put on luck it was pure skill uh, okay then um, and, and the bike I can't I mean the, the bike hooked up perfectly like um, if I was riding with what I had last year I definitely would have had, wouldn't have had all shot no you would have gone backwards off the <laughs> okay. Um obviously when you were leading in that first moto you weren't being pushed crazy like it's not like they were all over you it's not like you were just holding them up did you look behind at any point did you know that you'd built a little gap or like a little comfortable gap or did you think that they were just chopping at your heels the whole time um, no, because with the Yamaha, when the Yamaha is behind you, you can hear like how close it is because it's so loud. So I kind of saw also on the pit board that I had like two seconds, one and a half, two seconds. So Maxime never really put pressure on me to try and make a pass or something like that. So I knew I was quite comfortable, um, but I just made a stupid mistake before the before the heel. I was I was going, I just couldn't find the right line for that corner. That yeah. that whole that whole race, I just fucked up that corner every single lap, and that ruined me because the rest of the track I was pretty good. Um, so when, once I made that mistake, Maxime got me and then Tim got me that same lap and then uh, Jeremy was riding good, he got me also a couple couple laps later. Obviously um, the first moto was a complete mudder, was, it, was the track actually better then though? Because as it came around and got drier, times got quicker, but also there was only one good line. I guess obviously your second moto, it had some time to come good, but um, how did the track compare one moto to the other? I wouldn't say it was a complete mudder, I think the track was was okay. Um, Worse than last year's second motor or? No, better than last year's second motor. Second motor last year was terrible. That was a mudder. But this this year it was, I mean, we were lucky with the sun shining in both motors and the track definitely got better during the races because that the line that we were riding got more more dry. And we were trying to make uh, new lines. Like Tim, Tim made some good lines in the first race where he could make some passes. Um, but like for me, I was just kind of, sticking in the same line and the right line was getting worse and worse every lap but I was comfortable with it and I didn't want to change which actually wasn't good because I shouldn't have I should have just changed and tried some new lines but live and you learn. Uh, two more quick things I think you've made the third most passes in MXGP this year is that something you can hang your hat on is that something you feel good about or does that just make you go fuck I need better starts? Um, the third one I think I definitely <laughs> need better starts but I got it I got it today I can't complain you know um, it's something I've been working on every week and um, I put a lot of pressure on myself the last couple of weeks to perform in, in the GPs. And now this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have fun and enjoy it. And I know my riding is good at the moment. So um, just let that go for itself. And um, you know, it is what it is. You know, whole shot, whole shot first mode, I was super stoked with. Second mode, not the best start, but I'm um, definitely improving. Definitely made some steps this weekend. Not to um, blow your mind, but if I remember right, you went 4-4 in Sardinia last year. And if I remember right, the podium was Hurling's Prado Fevra. So doing some quick math, 
that could be quite a good weekend for you. So quite good that you got some momentum, confidence today, because I guess you've got that one circled on your calendar as like, okay, if I'm going to do something, that would be a good place to do it. Uh, for sure, for sure. That was the best GP that I had last year. So definitely high expectations going there this, uh, this year. Um, don't want to put too much pressure on myself. I just want to kind of enjoy it. I know that uh, I'm good on the track and I'm good in the sand. So if I ride like I know how to ride, it shouldn't be a problem uh, fighting for that podium. But, um, you know, we take it each practice at a time and each race at a time. But definitely looking forward to next weekend. Uh, last thing, I forgot, add one more thing. Uh, city season has started, people are making moves in this paddock, so please tell me you have started, because if not, you might want to. I haven't started anything. Um, this is a good time to start now. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get that podium next week, hopefully, and then and then uh, we'll maybe make some, make some moves. Okay, uh, Ben Watson, MXGP of Italy. It was going well. My first moto was solid. Uh, it was a solid weekend, but second moto, career best. Important to point that out. Uh, whole shot, led some laps. A another nice turning point for you in what's been a difficult season. It's clearly getting there. And yeah, all positive after that second moto, I would say. Yeah, definitely positive. I mean, the weekend didn't start out great again. Um, the, the free practice and the time practice. The lap time's like something I've been really struggling with. And all the way through my career, to be honest, it's been a weak point of mine. But this year especially, just... Because I'm not feeling 100% confident, I'm like that 2-3% off and then one second in this class is more than 10 places sometimes. So I'm I'm just not making the cut there in, in the lap time. So I need to just work with that and that will come with myself and when the feeling also improves. So now overall it's been definitely a, a, a big step and like a really positive day because, you know, Obviously, Arco, I had a, a great race with a sixth, but it was, yeah, the feeling wasn't still that great. And today, like, I felt better in myself when I was riding. So I'm I'm not going to come from finishing 15th, 16th and being able to lead the race for a, um, a few laps just overnight. So to finish fourth and lose just, like, the three places and, you know, not... I just felt like I followed um, the guys pretty well when they got by me, so... It wasn't like I was just taking a whole shot and then dropped back or whatever. So that was a big positive for me. And yeah, obviously I've I've had a fifth overall before in MXGP, but um, yeah, today the the fourth place in that second motor was the the best motor result for me in on the 450. So that's real nice and yeah, a day that I won't forget now. Is it um is it frustrating that you've had two good starts this year, and based off of that, your two scores most times have been six four. So like clearly. There's no doubt that you can run at the front. You have got the pace to do it. Like, you're not getting a good start and just getting destroyed in two laps. So, like, but also it's hard to come forward in this class. So, I guess it is just a case of starts, which sounds so simple, but actually isn't at all. Yeah, it is. Like, starts, you just need to look at the times in the qualifying, how close they are. It's, I say it all the time, but if I go and watch, like, AMA Outdoors, the times are like five seconds we see in the top 10 sometimes it's mad and then I look and I think like we're two seconds within the top 20 sometimes and it's just insanely close and yeah because that's my biggest weak point where I just struggle um, even if my starts are good I'm too far wide on the box so I can get a good start but the corner and everything I'm so far wide that I just can't make that that cut in so um, no to to come here where there was an even start um, I was like 16 or something I think in the times and then qualifying race I gained a few positions again to 13 and then um, 
yeah, I could here with the open start could take a, a good gate from almost anywhere because in that second one I just looked past the start and tried to find like a a nice dry route actually because you could see where the digger was going backwards and forwards and you could see the the harder spots and where it was dry so I just went wide I went like three gates outside of the box um yeah Kevin was there to help me just yeah confirm you know he was yeah yeah Kevin spotted out and said if if uh, if you trust me yeah go here and then he explained why and everything made sense so I just went there I put a scoop on which was yeah my choice um, sacrificed quite a lot for the start and then yeah we got the whole shot so it worked out really good um, kind of scared to ask this but how was your comfort level in a second moto because I had a couple of texts from people watching that said that your setup looked um, a little hard to ride I don't know whether I should ask this question <laughs> um, you can say no comment and we'll move on but no no it's a good like people see everything on the TV they follow all the riders and they see me but yeah, no, there's, there's, I've, I'm changing the bike so much every single weekend. Um, like this weekend, we're on a completely different setup. Like with suspension, the offset's different. Uh, the engine, like you, yeah, it's, it's completely different. Um, the only thing we're struggling with is like, there's only so much we can change at the moment because everything's so new, not only for me but for the team. And I was told that even before I signed the contract, so. Um, that was an agreement and yeah this is how it is so I'm working with the team on that and we're just doing as much as we can with the availability we've got let's say so um, yeah that's how that is and we've changed the most we have for this weekend so every weekend I'm I'm on something new and of course I'm still learning the feeling I'm still learning where it's gonna kick me or where I need to shift or and that's just, yeah, the way it is. So I need to just keep building, keep getting used to it. And now we've had like a better weekend. I think we'll make less changes for Riola yep. and just get used to it now, get used to the bike. How was your head uh, when you got a lead in the second moto? Obviously leading the MXGP class for the first time is a big deal and it has been a rough season. So were you like overthinking the situation or were you surprised how calm you actually were? Yeah, well, the first few laps are normally my weakest point. And obviously when you get the whole shot, I just, I put all in for the first one, two, three laps, and then when um, <clears throat> when I got passed by the first couple of guys, I was like, right. After three, four laps, I I had two or three a bit easy laps and lost that gap, and that was just because I put everything in, and then I can't carry on for 30 plus two in in that intensity. So I just backed off a little bit, got into it, and then once I found my rhythm, yeah, Maxime and Paul's made the mistake. Uh, Maxime got me and then I just kind of settled into a comfy pace and like that I I was fine where I was in that race then I was fine but yeah leading it and getting the whole shot and just trying to put everything in for the first one two laps was yeah of course I was thinking um last thing obviously Sardinia next it's deep sand it's your bag are we comfortable enough where we can talk about how that could be a good weekend for you or is it still so uh, is the situation still so inconsistent that like we'll get there, we'll see how the bike setup is, and then we'll make a decision on whether it will work or not? No, I'm definitely feeling a lot more confident going into it, not just because of this weekend, but with my general feeling even throughout the week now, it's been a lot better. Um, for me, like as not just me, but as a team, everyone's <clears throat> had my back so much, just keep going, don't give up. Everyone's always still believing and you know nothing's changed if I was winning every weekend or, or like I'm finishing 15-16 every weekend 
so that's really good and yeah last year i was seven seven there um i like the sand i like that track we had a good winter there so confident with the starts and it's a nice yeah gate that you can take a start from anywhere so the lap times won't be crucially important which is actually the most important thing out of anything like bikes set up yeah. team it doesn't matter yeah for me that's the lap times is the biggest biggest weak point so when you go into a race and you know that the start's nice and fair and you can get the whole shot from anywhere then it gives me a heap of confidence straight away Okay, uh, Paul Jonas, MXGP of Italy. Uh, very good weekend, very good speed, very good riding. Sucks you missed the podium, but still all positive, I think, anyway. Uh, I wouldn't say all positive. <laughs> it was, if I wouldn't crash two times in the second moto, it would, it would be better. You know, like uh, I was riding third for a while and then just tipped over, you know, like the, from the start, the second corner, that was uh, my weak point today. And uh, yeah, got past two times there today and uh, crashed so it was not the best weekend still like didn't felt so comfortable confident with track and everything but still uh, I don't know fifth and eighth I think so it's pity that I crashed in the last lap in second moto that was that was really uh, disappointing but uh, that's racing you know I just try to keep everyone behind and try to catch still Ben but uh, yeah some just if you if you delete those mistakes, it'll be fine. You know the weekend will be fine, but still, it's not where I want to be, and uh, there's a lot of work to do. Uh, in that second moto, that little bit where you led, how confident were you feeling at that point? Like, were you thinking I can hold on to this? I think I can do this, or were you already like, eh, this is going to be tough? For a few laps, I was thinking that I can do it, but then I started making some small mistakes and uh, started, yeah, like to struggle a bit in some spots, wrong line choices, and uh, small mistakes, which you know, some got a small R pump with which, um, which I'm struggling actually quite a bit now you know because I'm missing the bike time and this track is quite quite hard for the arms so uh, yeah that's one of the things I need to work on because I think I have those 15 minutes but uh, <laughs> you know tomorrow is 30 plus 2 so still uh, still a lot of work to do and those last 20 minutes are not so easy to gain. Uh, things still haven't been going that great for you obviously you were sick in Trentino you were sick coming back from Argentina uh, so there's been a, there's been a lot where are we at? Obviously, I guess that's put you behind schedule a little bit, but how close are we now to 100%? Where you went before Latvia? Oh, was Arco? Trentino, yeah. Trentino, yeah, I was sick. Bad day. I was, I was sick also after that, so... Should <laughs> I step back or...? <laughs> and then also, actually, after Latvia, I wasn't feeling that well also, so... I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I've, I've been sick so, so many times already this year, so maybe I just need to... Uh, need to stop doing it, stop doing trainings and just relax a little bit, but I don't know, it's... Ah... Uh, from 100% I'm still quite far you know like uh, one lap speed to 15 minutes are okay but still uh, still need to improve on that but uh, also with the bike we still have some work to do I'm g it's getting better it's getting better we are getting there but uh, yeah just need to get more confident more comfortable and I think we still maybe after France you know what we have done some Maybe we go to Indonesia, then I will be 100%, you know, there, then there's no one who's watching some local heroes only, so then I will go. <laughs> um, how many complete weeks have you had on the bike, do you think, in the last month? Obviously, I guess the last week leading up to this was okay, but if you were sick after Latvia, sick after Trentino, like, you must have only had a good two or three proper weeks on the bike recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it hasn't been a lot, you know, like... Okay, we, be, we we have done some riding, but you know it's it hasn't been like 100%. I think this week, from yeah, actually this week was the first week when I didn't training like three times 30 minute morals, which is like basically what I do always. Uh, like let's say 
uh, every time I go riding. So that was the first time since uh, uh, since since January when I did three times 30 minutes. So that was a good step already, and uh, we we are getting there. It just needs some time. It's it's not coming so easy, and uh, you know the level is quite high at the front, and you just need to get the pace. I think I've said this every interview we've done, but considering everything. Considering your situation, considering your off-season, this is like really good. Like you've been on the podium now, you could have been on the podium again today. For you to be in that position when you're far from 100%, like just wait until you're 100%, I guess. Like good things are coming. Yeah, for sure. But you know, it's tough to wait because I know what I can do. I know how I can ride. And like also now it's just frustrating because I know how I can ride. And then you come out on the track and I'm not even tired because I... I'm just struggling, you know, so that's frustrating, but like you said, it's positive that I know that I can be there, uh, you know, when I'm 100%, but it just takes time, you know, I I was already hoping that I will be closer to 100% now, but like you said, with all the sicknesses and stuff, it's it's taking longer than, than I was wishing for. Last thing, obviously you have been sick a lot, you've been sick after Latvia, sick after Trentino, We've had another race. Are you feeling good? Are we, do we think we're going to be fine this week? Are we, are we going to be okay? <laughs> if, if we are not, then I quit. You know, then I just stop right, the racing. That's enough. You know, then, then maybe I need to take some break and go uh, race the Nationals with Tony and uh, with Danji. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah, that will, so maybe. You'll also come over with me. <laughs> yeah, let's all go. We can all, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, you know, then, then no one is here in the GPs anymore. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's... It's still a long season, you know, like we were just checking the points now, that team was there, he said, oh, I'm ninth overall in the championship, I was like, okay, that's cool, and then I said, how far is the third place? So Seaver is like 90-something points in front, that's that's quite a lot to gain, but <laughs> now we were just having a good time laughing about it, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, maybe just we need to go to the nationals, you know, like, like you said. <laughs> Mitch Evans, uh, MXGP of Italy, first of all, you started, or you ended the first lap in the second moto 14th. Do we count that as a good start for you? Because I think that's as good as a whole shot. Did, did I start? Did I finish 14th? No, no you, you ended the first lap in 14th. I just checked the video and I was 20th after the third turn. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at Moto 1. No, I wasn't. Hold on. Moto 1. Moto 1, 20th after the first lap. Yeah. Talk while I load. Well, <laughs> well, I just checked the video and we counted. I was 20th after the third turn. Moto2, if you look at my phone here, 14th. You Are go. you not number 43? I am. So I make up, what, six positions? Would you, like, would you like me to step into the HRC meetings from now on and kind of Please. guide that thing? Please. So so does that count as a good start, even if I was 20th on the... So where were you counting? So you were counting from the third corner? Well, that's normally the first end of the first turn or second turn is kind I'm of where you start. I, I am aware but unfortunately MXGP can't figure out how to track that so I'm just they working with what I've got. should be able to. Huh? So anyway that's that's not impressive is okay, it? So, okay. guys in one lap on a track that you're not meant to pass on. Okay we're going to change this completely up. Hey come on you, I want to compliment you. No, that is good. That is good. I'm very impressed. I'm actually getting to the good parts oh, okay. but you're kind of just delaying oh. me getting there. Oh. There are compliments There's coming. coming. There, there are compliments on the way. Oh look yeah. So just don't get ahead of yourself here. Okay. I need to open my hat here. I was, I was starting with the negative vote of your start. So, oh. I was, but, so first of all Back to that. <laughs> what the hell have we got to do about your starts? I don't know, man. I reckon if I lined up in one of those motors today on a bike I find, would I have beaten you to the first corner? For sure. <laughs> uh, honestly? But they were better than this. They've gotten worse. 
I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, we all know this. And uh, Arco, I start in front, you know, like uh, Argentina, I start in front. And now, I don't know. Do you think it's because you've gotten better, you've gotten stronger, so now you want a good start more, which is making you overdo it a little bit? Like, now you know you can run at the front, are you going, right, now's the time to get the start, and then it's going to shit for you? Uh, in first moto, it was like that. Second moto, I jump out really good, and once I do the gear shift, then everybody just blew past me, so... Not a bike setup thing, is it? Not where you're messing around with a bike to get more comfortable when you're sacrificing the start to make yourself more comfortable on the track? Uh, we're starting to go in that direction, yes. You're going in the direction of sacrificing the start? No, so... The other way? Other way. Okay. We're going in the direction of sacrificing it on the track and making it better for the start. So, we have some things planned for this week and also on the Friday at Sardinia because I come from 20th or 14th on the first lap <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, to like one or two seconds from top five, you know? on a track that you're not meant to pass on. So if I started top five, I finished at least top five, if not top three. So we're there. We just need to get off the line. So if anybody out there is listening, has any advice, I'm all, all ears, but I don't want sarcastic, get that Honda at the front, you know? Want, None of that anymore. You're over I want, that. I want constructive criticism. Okay. Well, it's open to it if you're listening to this and you've got any idea. Maybe you whole shot a C group today and... You feel like you've got something to offer, get in touch. Um, now we get to the compliments. I'm sure that you weren't on TV at any point today. I'm sure that no one at home saw you, no one at home knows what you did, but being here, you rode really well, really good, made those passes like you said, looked comfortable. It was a really good, the results don't show it, but it was a really, really good day. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. No that. worries, mate. Um, for sure, second motor was a lot better than first motor. I didn't really feel so comfortable in the first motor. I need to invest in the stationary bike or something to warm up better um, because I seem to take the first whole first motor to warm up. Can I make a suggestion? Maybe you should charge. I'm all ears. I'm Maybe all you ears. should charge for sight in that. Well. I, that's what I normally do, but uh, <laughs> did you see what happened in the qualifying race siding lap yesterday? No, no, but I'm sure I'm going to love this. Yeah, I uh, had a, quite a big one on the siding lap. What, on the tabletop? No, the the fourth turn, so the top oh, the yeah. top turn before, before you come down. Before I come down, we made a change on the on the bike to make it, the forks a little bit stiffer. <laughs> And, oh no! <laughs> and uh, I come into the turn, and it's got all these like small like acceleration bumps yeah. or braking bumps or whatever in the turn and it was just too hard and it popped my front wheel outside of the rut started to tuck then it gripped in and i hit my chest on the bars high sided me off the other way and i was gonna save it but the drop off was like right there yeah. and i said i don't want to go down and then run into the the signing so i just threw the bike down and kind of like rolled over and got up bars are twisted broke the the handguard off and wait so you started to qualify and race with one handguard no I, when i come back i took the other one oh, off okay. because i said i don't want to start like that but the the grip was fully like pulled off the end and the bars were twisted and i was like oh. it's a shame i didn't see this because it seems like something i would have enjoyed well you know who saw it was tony caroli and he asked me this morning he's like but what happened on the sliding map what were you doing you idiot well, at least he knows who you are that's cool oh Okay. Look at you making tracks in the world. <laughs> but um, so that 
that was something I have learnt from 2017 is um, if I start the the siding like charge the siding lap I normally get like my my shit laps out yeah. in the siding lap and then because it's that that come from not so much being like not warmed up enough it's just even when I go training I do like start my moto and it takes me like one or two laps yeah. to get into it I'm always like two or three seconds slower than than the rest of the moto so but um what I mean by warming up a bit more is is I get like 20 minutes into the first motor and I'm finished and then I come to the second motor and I'm like wide open I'm tired before the second motor but then when I get out there I'm fine and I want another 10 minutes of the race feeling positive though like there are so the positives if, if outweigh the negatives two are listening and they want to help a brother so out you want advice from fans <laughs> sponsorship from concept 2 anything else while we're here uh, anything any if you need a ride want me to step in yeah. want me to start well i need a ride for next year and maybe some uh some more sponsors so i can help build a support crew around me or something you know well, you're so. gonna say so you can help buy a ride then i was gonna say wow really no i need a support crew so i can have my mum or brother here to help cook and clean my goggles and i'm not you know doing it all by myself so Okay, well, I feel like we've really taken a deep dive into your life here. So, if anybody's listening out there and they want to help a young gun Australian out, you know... Basically, if anyone's listening who has any advice on anything in life, exactly. <laughs> you're open. All, all ears, mate. Anything. But, there, I feel like the positives at the moment massively outweigh the negatives. I don't actually really know if there are negatives other than your starts. Like, it's all good. Yeah, yeah that's, the only, um, that's the only negative. So, once we get that sorted, then... We're, we're, we're good so of course not great you know we still got some speed to, to find but the more you start at the front the the easier it is to find that speed because once you're there it's way easier than coming from 20th last thing i was wondering this uh, in the first moto obviously you didn't ride for a year or whatever a very long time since you've been back riding have you ridden in conditions like that first moto at all because as i watched you go up a jump very sideways and very looking like myself I thought maybe this is the first time he's ridden in the rain in two years yeah it's exactly that and that was my exact thought halfway through the race I was going sideways up the hill and I was like you know what I haven't ridden anything like this in such a long time I need to not worry about what position I'm in and just try and focus on learning how to ride this again so yeah you're exactly right well i guess you never even ridden it on a 450 well you've definitely never raced this on a 450 well i mean vulcan sword in 2020 but i also sand, dislocated my shoulder there so, and it's sand and it's sand so but yeah i was trying to actually during the moto i was trying to think when was the last time i raced something like this and i think is like practicing qualifying at mx nationals in australia when you start at 7 a.m and it's completely wet you know in um but uh, mum just goes redbud but that was also a bit sandy wasn't it well, i don't know if you say it's if you say redbud was sand then you open up a whole internet well, debate was, wasn't like this huh no there you could run roll-offs here if you ran roll-offs it'd get stuck and they wouldn't work so but um yeah for sure it was definitely a, a big learning curve um the first moto but second moto we made some changes on the bike and felt a lot more comfortable so um, this is actually what I grew up riding on in Australia is um, like those deep long ruts um, and just minus the hills in Australia we don't really have the hills so when I was in that first moto I was like come on normally I'm good at this you know so yeah it just took me a little bit to learn again
last thing. Um, next week, deep soundtrack, another new thing in your comeback trail. But Sardinia, also where you kind of caught the world's attention in your first race on a 450, second race on a 450, either or. Um, so good memories from there, but also kind of another learning game a little bit. Mate, that was like my 15th race on a no, But I'm talking about HRC. I don't care about what you did in Australia oh, or Redbud. Oh. It doesn't work for me in this interview. Yeah, that's all right. We're just upside down in Australia. Everybody forgets about <laughs> Well, I'll tell that. you what then. 2020 when yeah. everyone oh, was... Screw those guys, Dean Ferris and I. Okay, you're really, this, you're, really <laughs> you're really putting me in a corner here. I didn't know I was just making a comment. It's fine. It's fine. A lot of Australian people listen okay. to this. First, um... First race on a 450. After you're being on a 250 again. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, we're gonna, we'll have to see because when we go to those races, they make it really flat. Yeah. Um. So and it it was cold then also. It's going to be what 27 degrees or yeah. something next weekend. So that's going to make it a bit difficult because we haven't raced in anything like that. I did the French Championship in 23 degrees, and that was pretty warm you know and that was hard pack so this is going to be more demanding as well exactly and you know it's funny when you come over here you swear 23 or 25 degrees feels so much warmer than what it does in australia but i think it's just because we're so used to the winter yeah. it takes a little bit longer to to get acclimatized to so it's definitely going to be a challenge but i'm looking forward to it it's another thing that you know you're going to be able to make a step on other guys so yeah it'll be exciting um I still need to work on a lot of sprint speed in the sand. Um, those, you know, all those guys that live in Belgium seem to have that down pat. So, um, yeah, still a lot of work to do, but but we'll see how we fare next weekend, and then the weekend after that, some um, redemption in in Madrid. So, oh, oh, do you need to like us to put like a little flag on that jump or something just to? Yeah, Help you. maybe uh, put a not so much gas on the lip or something, you know. It's okay. Better, better to come up short than go too long. So that is true. Or we just ask the track guys to get rid of it altogether. What track or the jump? The jump. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the track. I really like that track. I don't have hold any grudges. You know, when people ask you, oh, how's what's your favorite track or whatever, and you mention it, and they say, oh, you only like that track because you did well at well, I really like Madrid track, yeah. and I, it screwed me for a whole year and a half, but I still like it. So. so, in conclusion to this interview, Australians, I don't hate you, and Spanish people, Mitch doesn't hate you. We're all great. I love everybody, mate. And we're, that... We're all the same, huh? Steven Rubini, MXGP of Italy. Um, obviously a massive day for you, first MX2 podium. It's been coming a long while. Yeah. It's probably taken longer than you would have thought, but... I feel like this has been like the signs that this has been on the horizon have been there. You've been fast for a while now, uh, struggled to put it together here and there, but today finally got it done. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's my last year and it, it was a really long journey. Uh, I had uh, a tough last year, you know, I was really low mentally and uh, to bounce back like that uh, on my last year, for sure, it's, it's, it's just so nice and to get my first ever podium, it, it was good. It was really great. Uh, yesterday on Saturday was, uh, well, uh, I, I would say normal day for me, you know, like uh, I was not uh, up in front, but uh, to be up in front on Sunday was was, was what I had to do. Uh, get second in first model was crazy, you know, I, I was so emotional, you know, uh, when, when I was second riding quite good. Uh, but yeah, well, awesome weekend. 
in that first moto, there was a time when you were closing on Yargo. There were like four or five laps where you were faster, faster, faster. At that point, did you start to freak out a little bit and go, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening? Well, you know, to to be up uh, in front that early in the, in the moto, uh, it was good, you know, and uh, I was putting some fast laps. Uh, I was catching uh, Yago a little bit, uh, so so I wasn't during the track, you know, I had good lines and everything. Um, and then uh, two back, uh, back markers uh, kind of slow me down a little bit, and then the, also the cup from the radiator popped out. So I had some liquids coming uh, to my face and, and body, so I had to slow down a little bit because I was lo losing liquids. Uh, but yeah, I managed to keep that place and uh, yeah, first ever second place. I guess that's why your bike was smoking then. Uh, obviously you knew that. Were you freaking out about that? Was that a worry for you or did you know what the situation was? Yeah, I, I saw the, the, the cup like not fixed, yeah. you know, so I knew what was going on. Uh, I just crossed my finger to, uh, I, I was praying that my bike goes to the, to the end of the of the mono, you know. I was uh, trying to uh, to keep to keep the bike cool, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the liquid cool because the yeah, first model was uh, muddy, so I had, yeah, for sure, we had to push a little bit on the bike, but yeah. Uh, obviously, that first moto was a big deal for you, like you say, it was emotional. How hard was it to reset and get yourself ready for the second race? Well, it happened to me a few times, you know, like to get emotional after the second race and then to mess up the second race. Yeah. So this time I just reset, you know, I was like, Everything is coming back to zero for the second race. Track will be different. Uh, everybody will have another chance, you know. So I was like, yeah, just reset and yeah, just forget about this this first model, you know. Just try to to accomplish a full weekend, you know, not one race and not the, the other one. So that's what I tried, and I guess I, I did it. Were you surprised how calm you were in that second race? Yeah, actually, yes, because. Um, yeah, obvi obviously the track was uh, hard and it was really difficult to pass. Uh, but I, I could stay on my pegs and uh, and find some good lines. We, yeah, actually it was a nice fight with yeah. the other guys. Uh, we passed each other a few times. Uh, it was a cool moto, you know, and uh, uh, well, I'm happy that I ended up like this. Uh, two more quick things. Like I said at the beginning, I do feel like this has been coming for a while. You've shown good speed a lot lately. Like I was, it's caught my eye quite a bit. Uh, I'm guessing you knew that too. Like you feel like you've made a step in the last year or so. You feel that you're deserving of this, and you felt like it was coming. I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, to change the team, it was a, you know, a new era. In, I was breathing back. You know, like, uh, and uh, <laughs> the weird thing is that uh, my trainer keeps saying to me, "If you ride like on the training, then you are every weekend on the <laughs> box." You know, and uh, yeah, I guess I just need to believe more in myself. Uh, um, I know I have the speed to be up there, uh, I just need to, to believe it each weekend, you know. And uh, last thing, like you say, MXGP next year, the good thing is your team does run 450 riders, uh, so is there a chance you can go back there? Have you talked about anything? Have you got any plans? Yeah, we've talked a little bit, uh, you know, but it's still quite early in the, in the season. Uh, the podium will help. Yeah, the, of course the podium will help, but it's still early in the season. I uh, still want to focus on my last year, you know, it's, it's really important because uh, yeah, it's World Championship, so everybody's fighting for top places. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to go for 50. And uh, well, I hope if I keep going this way, uh, I will or stay with the team or 
I'll have a, a good team, you know, for next year. But oh, honestly, I like this team, and uh, I really, I would really enjoy to stay there. Okay, uh, Kevin Hawkmo, MXGP of Italy. Uh, just one of those days, really. Nothing really worked. Nothing really came together. But it's not like you were slow. You were still fast. Like, but like I say, nothing worked. Yeah, and I think like the times were pretty close and uh, had two mediocre starts. So uh, it was difficult, difficult to pass and all that. But no excuses. It was same for everybody, and just need to step it up. Was the track better in the first one or the second one for trying to make passes or shit both times? I would say the second one was maybe a little bit better, but uh, yeah, I couldn't make it happen anyway, so I don't know. I guess you're getting quite frustrated out there then. Yeah, I know uh, when you ride around 30 minutes just uh, staying where you are at, uh, in a train al almost, it, it sucks, but uh, that's how it goes sometimes and it was difficult with the weather we had here, so... Yeah, I guess uh, I learned a lot. What did you learn? Come on, tell us something. What did, give us something you've learned today. What are we going home with? Yeah, to just uh, stay pinned uh, in the ruts anyway when you don't see any anything because you are so close to the guy in front. That's, that's uh, difficult and uh, yeah, I guess uh, just learn to send it more. You think you need to send it more? So you think you're actually too cautious? Yeah, I would... I thought you, you were going to say you sent it too much. Nah, today actually I think it's more about being aggressive and uh, and that maybe, yeah, it's more easy to crash then, but if you have a good feeling with the track and are being aggressive yeah. to it, you will ride better. And uh, I think, yeah, being cautious, which I were, then, uh, yeah, the track bites you. I guess this is a special track as well. Like, even last year when we were here, I did an interview with Caroli and he said it shouldn't be an MXGP track. Like, it's sketchy, it's tight, it's small. It's dangerous. Like he said, like there's no way we should be coming here. Uh, what did you think of it today? And what do you think of that statement? I guess it's an amazing circuit and I love it that way, like in the warm-up or free practice or whatever. But for racing, yeah, it's quite a difficult one. I think uh, could have some small changes to it and it would make it a lot better, yeah. Obviously, we are seven rounds in now with FNH. So a lot of time to learn, a lot of time to grow. We've seen you grow. What's the biggest thing you've taken from the team, the biggest thing you've learned? What's the biggest thing where you're like, wow, this team has taught me that? I think it's actually like uh, like today that I need to stay aggressive and not get cautious. Like before I was just trying to ride the track. Now it's more the mental stuff before going into the moto. Like on the cycling lap also, yeah, I had the, not the best first race then go for it, push a little bit on the cycling lap, like to prepare myself for the race and and just try to stay cool and focused and all that. I I only felt like I've been teaching myself that and now I have uh, Mark or uh, yeah someone else from the team to put it on the pit board and uh, they really see, see uh, what I'm struggling with and we are trying to work that out and yeah we did also this winter so that's why it's going like this I guess. Oh so this all makes sense now so when the team put action Kevin on the pit board that basically means come on hurry up do something we're bored. Yeah because <laughs> then I'm like just riding the yeah. track and not doing anything action is a little bit like yeah try to do something yeah. I have noticed actually the sighting app thing like even Latvia like I noticed the whole sighting app you were right on Yargo the whole way through even today. Again, maybe it was Yago again, but like you stayed right with the leading guy the whole way through the sighting lap. So yeah, I did notice that. I guess it is actually a real, uh, a real thing. 
Yeah, and I think that's up to the rider. It's more personal, but uh, I think that's what I need because in the first race I went slow and then yeah I couldn't ride almost the first few laps and then now I tried to push a little bit to have a better feeling and yeah felt better but still uh, with a difficult uh, mid-pack start here it's difficult. Last thing, because this has already been too long, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> obviously, rough day today, but it has been a good season. Confidence is fine still, right? Like, you can leave this behind, go, yep, today was shit, forget about it, go into Sardinia being like, okay, back on the podium, let's do this. Yeah, on Monday, it, uh, all, uh, all the focus go to the next race, so I'm just going to focus on Sardinia. Maybe I think a little bit about it tonight, but then <laughs> tomorrow is a new day.